Do you hold a deep-seated desire to feel outraged? Or do you just find yourself wondering why everyone's fighting all the time about things that don't seem to matter all that much? Well, it's 2021, and if you're not mad about something, you must be paying attention. I'm Jay. And I'm Reg. And making his long-awaited debut, debut. a man notorious for letting the facts do the talking, talking. his analytical brain discarding any suggestion of human emotion and cognitive bias to arrive solely at a point of unobjectionable truth. Hey, I'm Martin. And together, we're going to find out why Why they mad. (laughs) (laughs) Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? You know, I, I think I, I think I've been misrepresented. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I like I don't I don't think denying human emotion is logical. Like, because like our lived experience can't be unmarried from it. Like the closest thing would be ancient Greek philosophy's school of stoicism, I guess. Shut up, nerd. Yeah, he's a fucking nerd. Why do we let this guy in this chat? Why do we? Why do we do the video game episode with this? But one? it's re- it's really interesting because they thought that the best way to start the day was to expect that the worst thing would happen, so that they wouldn't be disappointed. That's actually pretty interesting, and I think about that at night sometimes. I think about how the worst thing to ever happen to me probably hasn't happened yet. Well, you're still alive, so probably the worst thing to ever happen to me has happened. What? I moved to the ACT. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm literally fair. pulling one out for you right now. That's fair. Yeah. You. I'm rubbing one out for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. So we got, we, got, we got Martin on the show this week. Uh, a longtime friend of ours. Bit of an asshole, but uh, you know, tanky. got a big brain. Um, previously referred to as Tanky because we also refer to him as M10, which M10 was a pre-production of a tank in it America. It also sounds like Martin. Yeah, M10. Anyway, pretty cool guy. Sometimes, whatever. Yeah, we got we got Martin. Martin's been a uh, you know kind of been perking us to be on the show for a while. It's kind of like I that. haven't mentioned anything. It's kind of like that little sibling, you know. He's like, come on, come on, let me in, let me in, and you're like, oh man, like maybe. I actually last week let him record another episode with me, but I didn't hit the record button. Kind of like when you give your younger sibling a controller that isn't plugged in. He seemed content enough with that. Well, like you actually lost really good content because, like <laughs> that, that, like that was a really good episode. That's why I'm on the show now. What was what was the topic of the episode? I mean, he just wanted to know if his balls looked weird, and I had to keep I had to keep reassuring him that yes, his balls are weird. <laughs> but the left one's so much bigger, like. What do you want me to do? Not Did, worry? You know, Drain I actually, um, I saw some, because two different footballers have been diagnosed with testicular cancer in like the last couple of weeks. So I was, uh, I Googled how to check your balls, checked them, and I think we're in the clear for now. I think it's all right. I can't believe you checked them yourself, dude. I got a sexy lady to check mine. <laughs> yeah, but Down at your, the hospital. Yours, the sexy lady also wants you to die, so... <laughs> She's gonna lie to you about no. The she doesn't. Of she doesn't want him to die. She wants him to go on walks, which he's apparently incapable of doing. <laughs> yeah, why would I do that? Yeah, dude. Why? Why won't you? Why are you ignoring your girlfriend? Because I got better things to do. Answer the question <laughs> seriously, okay? If you have any respect for truth, 
Because walks are, I don't know, for dogs, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why I gotta go do that. <laughs> I will, you, maybe you should just be a dog then. Wouldn't that be I easier? I fucking wish. Yeah, it would be. I wouldn't get fucking people harassing me about not putting enough notes in for this today's episode of a podcast. I mean, you'd, you'd if I was put... a dog, you'd just give me a scratch and you'd give me a loaf of meat. It'd be a fucking sweet... I wouldn't, life. actually. I'd get a new fucking dog because I'd be like, this dog doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> this dog stinks. <laughs> Is that all you see dogs as? Just like a means to an end? No, I, I don't, actually. I love dogs. He does, actually. I, I've seen it. Mm. I think that's the only reason he's friends with you, anyway. <laughs> I just I think of Reg as my dog. That's why I keep him <laughs> around. It. <laughs> he's a little uh, he's a little whippet. Dude, speaking of dog meat, for that three, anyone? Ooh. Oh, beep, 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 beep. You know how to say that word, dude? It's banned. That's the secret word. That's the secret word. <laughs> you found the secret word of if today. You, if you text us the secret word, we'll we'll send you our our ball test results. <laughs> uh, return the secret word to um uh why Is are they mad at gmail dot com? Why are they mad? Be in the runnings. Why they mad pod at gmail.com. Yeah, to be in the runnings for uh, the ball test results. Yeah, it's all clear. Just so you know, you don't have to worry. Video games have been around for about half a century. They started out usually as an experiment for young programmers to give themselves a challenge, test their skills. Those programmers' first influences, like all art forms, generally came from childhood to turn an aspect of their summer holiday imagination into a visible, interactive game. Maybe that'd be cowboys and Indians, or doing laps in a race car, or flying around in space, shooting asteroids. But like all things, people are bound to sooner or later be outraged. Especially when that outrageous thing is targeted towards their children. Over that half a century of video games, as they've become more and more complex, so have the controversies surrounding them. From outraged parents, to outraged governments. From shooting space invaders, to Call of Duty having you shoot civilians at an airport. From 28 pixel ping pong to sports games, letting kids pay real money to gamble on chance of recruiting their favorite athlete. Let's have a look in episode 4 Banned Video Games. And remember, no Russian. But first, this week in anger! How's it feel to be behind the scenes? Hearing hey. how it actually goes, yeah. Uh, I, I'm severely unimpressed. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, fair. <laughs> that's very fair. Dude, he's it's Jay. It's Jay making an effort, but it doesn't come off good. But Reg has no effort. I mean, I'm just here to react. That's my effort. Man, his his effort is um is counterproductive. Actually, I'd say. <laughs> do you think I get paid to do this? His his effort is um like is disheartening because I'm like he cares so little. <laughs> I care more than That's you. That's how Chloe feels. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, we're going to talk about incels in this week in anger. And Reg, you're going to be an incel soon. Do you, so? Do you want to tell us about this? I won't be an incel. <laughs> All right. Well, you can still you can still tell us about the incels. Apply mouth shooting. Incels will be treated like terrorists if there are more attacks. Gunman Jake Davidson, as social media usage suggested, a strong interest in the misogynistic, involuntarily celibate culture, or better known, the incels. Hmm. Okay. 
Now, this is old news. This isn't necessarily old news. This is very new news, but the idea <laughs> of people taking incels and treating them as terrorists. I think, like, any any sort of group, like, that people strongly identify with, such as incels, or you could even go to religion, you're always going to have the more extremist people who do this kind of stuff. And I think, definitely, if these people are prone to doing terrorist attacks, then they perhaps should be in, like investigated or kept mo- like monitored well i guess that's a difference between a terrorist and just a, a person with a gun it's like they have an ideal or like a an ideology behind the reason that they want to you know attack people that's one of the very uh common arguments that incels would make towards not being considered terrorists is because to be a terrorist usually you have to have an ideology that you follow or you know some type of strong religious belief well incels will tell you that it's not a belief it's a it's a um what they'll tell you is it's a life situation i get you it's the same with like the people who are like men who go their own way and such so i guess um incels it it isn't necessarily a belief it is a situation that people find themselves in but that situation causes beliefs or certain uh behaviors i guess that some people might act out against uh, the world or what they might feel are like people who oppress them or who are the reason for them finding themselves in that situation. I mean, look, I'm pretty... Like, I've, I've done a lot of research into the incel, uh, like, you know, uh, situation. He's preparing. getting his bed ready. Yeah, yeah. Are you getting, are you, like, <laughs> we jumped on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just know a lot of people who are in that situation. I'm just trying to protect myself from what they might do. <laughs> to you. Look, they... They're not necessarily beliefs, but what I do believe is that these large incel communities, um, you know, pre- preferably the large, large ones. There are some smaller communities which are quite positive. Usually it's about like self-help and uh, self-actualization, um, that type of stuff, right? You know, self-building. But the mm. larger communities are really dangerous communities. Um, they have a lot of misinformation spread amongst them. I wouldn't necessarily say it's beliefs. It's misinformation, right? Like the 3070 rule, for instance, or... Um, What's that? You know, they, What's the, the 3070 rule? rule? The 3070 rule is uh, the belief that um, 70% of a female population only sleeps with the top 30% of a male population. Right. So really okay. only, you know, what... And they have their own dialect and stuff for these type of things like chads and yeah. cindies and like femboids and... They, they have their entire a language. It's actually very interesting stuff. But my, my, my sort of concern with this is that if... These people are like, more or less, would you agree that they're social outcasts? Yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. So, uh, like, if they felt like there's this even more pressure on them being like, oh, we're being labeled as terrorists, couldn't that further put them further into these groups as well, well that, and make the them? It's it's people who have kind of who feel powerless and who are trying to um who are, who are trying to establish a community of of people who are in the same situation. So if they're because if you're labeled a terrorist, it's kind of giving someone power, if, you know? So, somebody who actually goes on a mass shooting is doing that for the power. That's why it is usually people who are so disempowered or, so, like, outcasted or whatever who generally do that sort of thing, you know? The idea of, like, you know, the idea of calling them terrorists, right, it's uh, it's not going to be beneficial to anyone. I, I don't even know if it's necessarily calling them terrorists. It's being treated like terrorists, right? Like, at the end of the day, a lot of incels are just scared men, 
right? They're scared men who have fallen into these communities due to various reasons, right? Usually outcasts. Fortune. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and then there's also other influences from online that makes them fall into these communities, you know, like 4chan or um, any of the other major, you know, incel communities. Um, but they've, these communities have been banned kind of rigorously for the last five or six years. Like, uh, you can't find these communities on Reddit anymore. You can't find these communities in major websites that are, ho- like, ma- major website hosting domains and stuff like that will cancel these websites and such. Um, so they're feeling more and more outcast, and all that's done is make them more and more explosive. You know, and doing something like this will only continue that you know trend. But but on the on the other hand, like these like if there is people who are prone to like this sort of violent acts, like would would it not be uh, beneficial to still monitor them in some way? Maybe not the group overall, but like you know the way they would probably monitor like uh, like religious extremists, for example. So so you think they should you should. Uh, you think they should monitor individuals rather than the collective? If 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 it is regarded to be a serious threat, of course. Mm. It, which, it'd be which... impossible, in my opinion. Why is that? It, it'd be impossible, man, because if you've seen these forums, it's like, you know, 4,000 members all saying incredibly, like, you know, extremist stuff, you know? Like, any one of these people just from the comments they've made could be considered to, like, to be put on a watch list, you know what I mean? But only, you know... 1% or less than 1% of them ever actually act upon these, you know, crazy thoughts and, you know, uh, tangents and such. Well, that's the thing. There's always going to be some fucking maniacs out there and it should be more about harm reduction in, it all kind of comes back to people shouldn't be like socially outcasts. Well, that, but people shouldn't have access to things that are going to let them, you know, go on a massacre. We're going to, because that's, that's really the, like, that is the, the worst case scenario. But, but, but then, wasn't there that guy in Canada who Yeah, he used, he used the car. I was about to say the same yeah. thing. It's not, it's not always, it, but people use whatever weapon they have, you know, like, it, yes, guns are very effective, but people use cars, people use knives. It doesn't, you know, make that, that is people true. use acid. I mean, that a is. A lot of fucking well, cells use acids. That, it, the kind the thing is, the the wide scale attack on a bunch of people is kind of considered the worst case, but there's way more instances of <clears throat> smaller cases that aren't on a massive scale that are just as fucked up, like pouring acid on someone who denied them a date or like, you know, sexually assaulting a woman or, you know, something like that. Well, anyway, we're going to, we're going to touch on, we're going to touch on some similar stuff later in the show, but Let's move on to the next topic. Mon, do you want to give us this one? Because it's on your favorite website. God. <laughs> <laughs> so this this uh, article is on uh, Daily Mail, unfortunately. So does this count as exercise? Amorous couple are caught having sex on a Bondi clifftop at 8.15 a.m. during Sydney's lockdown. Now, I'm quite impressed that they nailed down the time to 8.15 a.m. That's incredibly specific. I like to think that if I saw some people fucking on a cliff face, I wouldn't take a photo, but I so would take a photo. I would take a photo if I thought they couldn't see me. I mean, I I once had a um, situation where um, I was was working in a shop in the city, and across the road from me, there was just this man dancing naked, and the man had a micropenis. He was in the window of a hotel, and he was just standing in the window dancing, like completely naked and i took i took like loads of photos of him but i think he wanted that like he wanted to be seen 
Like it was a it was a tiny dick humiliation on a on a citywide level. It's voyeurism at its best. Like obviously, like you shouldn't subject unconsenting people to that sort of thing. But on the other hand, it is sort of cool that he's proud of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I guess he's proud, but maybe. You know, people in that situation usually get off on, like, being humiliated or something. That's something I'll, I'll personally never understand. <laughs> but, you know, I'm completely 100% logical, so I couldn't, you know, possibly understand. But, so, the interesting thing about this, this article is that there's a debate about whether this counts as exercise or outdoor recreation under Sydney's lockdown laws. Mm. Um I don't. I don't think it should. <laughs> that just seems ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, the people are just going to start doing this now just to get out of lockdown. Like, no yeah. Way. I mean, I think that uh, you know, it's probably not adding to the spread of COVID, which is <laughs> which is good. But you know, it's it's adding to the spread of cheeks. Like, <laughs> as a as a warrior player, I do I do condone spreading cheeks. There's some cheeks being spread on this cliff face, and like. I don't know. I think um, obviously lockdown's important. Everyone should be adhering to it. And I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of pro these people. I think if if you want to spend your two hours of exercise, having sex on a cliff, and you know you're not you're not getting up in people's shit. You're not refusing to wear a mask, whatever. But the fact that that was spotted doesn't that mean other people are seeing this? Yeah. And is that okay then? <laughs> Like, should you allow, like, should should non-consenting people be subjugated to other people's, like, sexual pleasures? No, that is true. It's it's not. So, like, where do you stand then? I don't know. I think that they should be allowed to fuck, but they, should, yeah. they, they shouldn't be doing it in a place where, you know, kids can see the anus and the squirt, you know? <laughs> so the kids should be allowed to see, like, the top half. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, that's like M, right? Like that's an M rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, my Daily Mail tab crashed. I think there's too, I think there's too many ads. How do you read this, Jay? There's so many ads. What do you mean? Yeah, How do I genu- read it? How- this is genuinely garbage. Like you're 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 filling your head with genuine trash, and you're addicted to it. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to deny that. Is that wrong? No, because it makes me more knowledgeable about why people are mad. Surgery-addicted Australian nurse with E-cup chest is turned down for bigger breasts because she is, quote, too skinny and won't be able to carry them. This is what Jay fills his mind with. Kyle Sandilands reveals the sexual problem he's had in his entire Wait, life as Kyle co-host Sandilands. Jackie O. Henderson says he's a brave man for admitting it. Maybe he's got, has he got a little dick? Hold on, what, what is, what, yeah, yeah, what, is see, it? See, this, exactly, this is exactly the thing. Okay, so... Kyle Sandylands has been hailed as a brave man for admitting he sometimes suffers from premature ejaculation <laughs> during sex. The radio host 50 explained on the Kyle Kyle and Jackie O show on Thursday he's experienced a problem of finishing early his entire adult life. Wow. But he said it only happens when having sex with a new partner for the first time. After that, the issue is resolved. Well, what a brave man. Yeah, he is brave. Yeah, he 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 added some like um, footnotes, like it doesn't happen yeah. all the time. It <laughs> yeah. happens a couple times. <laughs> I love the part. Yeah. What a brave man! I premature ejaculate only, only, only when I want to. I'm gonna you know? soundbite that. <laughs> I premature ejaculate. I premature ejaculate. <laughs> I'm gonna soundbite you saying that. <laughs> Alright, guys, what what made you mad this week? Uh, do you remember R O J? 
No. Ray Williams. Yeah. Uh, doing your mom. Do, do, yeah, doing do, your, do mom. your mom. Yeah, correct. God. Oh, God. Two llamas in a tiny car, you know? Um. Well, I was thinking about, because I saw a video recently and he was in it. He was uh, he does more recent videos, apparently. What's My he doing nowadays? Yeah, I've seen he, those, I've seen those shorts he does. Yeah, the yeah, shorts he does on YouTube as well. He does like TikTok and shit. shorts and shit like that, yeah. Is anyway, he like in those ads racist, where he's like in his garage and he's like, look at my cars. Do you want to know how I got these cars? Is that <laughs> Wait, what he does now? Still... Is that, no, no, is that like where he's at now? No, like, no, it's like, no, no, he's just, he's just making shorts, like short reels, like right. for TikTok okay. and like, you know. Yeah. So I saw, I saw one, I don't actually remember what it was exactly, but I do remember I found it quite funny and I was a bit disappointed in myself for finding it funny. Mm-hmm. However, you're saying, you're saying he, he's still just as racist. Can you please elaborate on that? I actually had no idea. Well, I mean, you know, he's still just using his usual, you know, edgy humor for the most part, right? Like... I think he said something about, like, you know, the Taliban, something along those lines, right? Anyway, I don't want to go into it because we'll get cancelled. I don't know how he isn't cancelled. He's been around for so long. We'll get anyway, cancelled by the Taliban? I was yeah, just remembering we'll as I watched him, I was like, man, I used to find this guy so fucking funny. And as you said, I was just, uh, I just had a little bit of self-disappointment in that moment. But what, wasn't his show basically just that he would play, like, the top videos from the internet in, like, that week yeah. or something? Yeah, like, he'd make himself his own little little jokes and such. Hold up, I'll find one. Everyone, I would like you to click on the link that I've uh, sent. Oh yeah. Oh man, I'm, gonna, I'm already gonna turn this off. This is literally like this is awful. Is this the whole thing? Ah, uh, this is the whole song, yeah, by Fatty Spin, doing your mum. But anyway, he's he kind he kind he kind of sucks. He's kind of racist. Um, he's kind of misogynistic. He's Kind of got the you know the humor of a thirteen year old, and I was uh, very upset. But I enjoyed him when I was fourteen years old. Yeah, right. You, yeah, I'm glad you're not in your youth anymore, too. Yeah, I fucking I don't know. I had working knees and shit. I'd get up to all yeah. kinds of mis- trouble. You know, <laughs> I miss I miss your like your Asahi bottle cap like necklace. Yeah. Like, that was... <laughs> uh, Mon, what what made you mad this week? So the other day at work, right, I was. I went to go uh, buy my lunch that day. Mm-hmm. We'll go to like this really nice Vietnamese place uh, near my work that, with quite a few co-workers. Do you, do you like Vietnamese food? Oh, it's fucking awesome. Do you eat the banh mi? Um, they make like a tofu, a tofu one, which is pretty mm. sick. Do you get the coriander taken out or do you eat it? No, I, I, I fuck with coriander. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Anyway, go on. Well, the, the, I mean, what's your, what's your issue with coriander? Isn't it like a genetic thing where, like, some people like it, some people think it tastes like genetic. dishwashing liquid? It is. It is yeah, a yeah, genetic yeah, yeah. thing. It is a genetic yeah, yeah. thing, Like, yeah. some people genetically I know taste it as dishwashing. That's why, though, because genetically, some people yeah. are just predisposed to, like, taste it as, like, dishwashing liquid. Like, that's how it tastes to them. When I taste coriander, yeah. I imagine that is what poison tastes like. Like, you know, you know, like if, uh, but if I like think a- you're just allergic to healthy food, <laughs> maybe, yeah. but you know, like it, when you think of a bad guy, like a bad man slipping you some poison, like in a stink bug. <laughs> yeah. It's got all the skulls on the bottle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Skull and crossbones. I, I imagine that that poison tastes like what coriander tastes like. Although, but the, the other thing is I don't know if I have the soap, the soap taste, or if I just don't like the, the normal taste. I think you'd know if you have the soap taste. I mean, I don't like how it tastes, but it doesn't necessarily taste like soap. Anyway, go on. So, 
so yeah, I went went down to this place. It's called Lokes Cafe in uh, Canberra, by the way. Shout shout out. They're not paying shout, us. Yeah, they're, 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 not, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not paying us. But fuck that place is good anyway. And Loke Loke is super super nice. So, you know, walking down to it, it's probably like a two minute walk from my work. And as as, I, as I'm approaching it, you know, imagine like inner city, um, like like in a inner suburbs sort of like. You know, it's in Camberwell, so it's yeah. a sort of yeah, vibe. There's like this like small tree at the front, and I see this like medium sized dog mm. uh, tied to it on a leash, and he's just like whimpering. And mm. I was just like, okay, you know, it's a bit odd. Like right outside of the right outside of the, this Vietnamese place. So I walk in, and there's this guy in there that like I'm lined up behind, and he's just like nervously every five seconds is going to check on the dog, like making sure it's still there. Hmm. And it was just like, dude, relax. The dog's like not going anywhere. He keeps just checking on it, keeps checking on it. And then eventually the dog just starts barking. And I'm just in, in this like restaurant, this like small, small restaurant. And the sound is just like echoing in there. And it's just absurdly loud. And this guy just keeps like checking on his dog. And then once he starts, once the dog starts doing all this noise, he just starts ignoring it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he wanted it to start barking. Dude, maybe, yeah. maybe he was trying to get people out of the store so he could get his food quicker. Maybe he was trying yeah, to yeah, potentially. disperse the line. No, I mean, maybe that guy is a helicopter dog dad. Like he's, he's a helicopter parent to his dad, I mean, to his dog. So the dogs has developed like separation anxiety. One one of the other patrons even was like, it's still there. Yeah. Well, do you, so you, do you think he was worrying about what was going to happen to his dog? He looked pretty worried, but I don't understand why he was worried. Did you ever think that maybe, maybe the guy was blind? And so, no, he was, he was not blind. So only once the dog started barking, yeah, did he, he recognize the, that the maybe, dog was there. Oh, may, uh, it's entirely possible that he lacks object permanence. Like he, so he, he he needs to see the see and hear the dog to know that it still exists. <laughs> that is that is true. I mean, I would probably be feeling. I get very protective of you know stuff like that. Like, I I feel uh, very nervous if I don't know where you know one of my cats is, and uh, if I was walking my cat, I would want to have a constant eye on the cat because you know if something happened to the yeah. cat, I'd be really sad. You'd be torn up, of course. Yeah. I got object permanence about my lighter, you know? <laughs> you don't. You yeah. always forget what you put. How's it in my pocket? <laughs> oh, it's not even mine. <laughs> no, I get like that when I'm uh, laying, like, when I'm laying down and I've put my vape somewhere and I'm fucking, I'm rolling around trying to work out where I put the vape. Yeah, yeah, Makes I'm me really same. stressed out, yeah. But I know, I, know, I know this segment's called Anger of the Week, but I actually don't feel anger because I'm so logical. That's true. So I, yeah. I had to, I had to like draw from something that I found interesting during the week, because everything's interesting to me. I've got a curious mind. All right, it's time to get to the meat and potatoes oh, of the show. What are you gonna skip me? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. To be fair, like we're running behind time, so we're gonna y- need to skip you. Sorry. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's it's probably not an important one anyway. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna say it. All right, I'm not gonna. We don't need to answer <laughs> okay. any questions about it. Don't, you guys don't need to ask me or comment on it because it's an inappropriate thing to, you know, even ask about anyway. Someone exposed themselves to my mom and sister. They were on a, they were on a walking track, uh, just not too far from there where they live. And there was just a man standing on that trail masturbating, which is uh, pretty fucked up. 
So remember back to this Bondi couple having public <laughs> sex during lockdown. So they've forced this, you know, this guy has done the same thing that they were doing. Uh, but however, yeah. you were defending, you were no, defending. No, no, them. no, no, there's no. A, Mark, a, don't get it fucking twisted. You could see the man's yeah. scrot, okay? Jay specifically <laughs> said, but if you can't see the scrot, it's fine. No, no, no. Okay. I think it is different. When somebody is fucking, like there's two people there, uh, it is not as disturbing as when someone is masturbating in public. I would agree it's not as disturbing. It might be it might be as disturbing if it's a really old person with a really short person, you know? Like if there's a really old man having sex with a midget. Then Do that, you have to go into this detail? <laughs> that might be that might be just as disturbing. But if if there is somebody who is just standing there masturbating and watching you, I can't actually think of many scarier things if, than somebody uh, visibly jerking over you. And you not knowing that's coming. How do you know what's over them? Because it, that's what they'd be getting off on, right? Nature. But I, I think I think potentially of, of a moment. Potentially, like the Bondo couple, it's the fact that they are exposed, mm. you know, and other people can see them. So no, it's it more exciting. But I think when it when someone is masturbating, then that kind of comes almost like from a predatory, like I'm gonna catch you. I'm, I've cornered you in here. You can't escape seeing me, especially when it's on. You a- don't know that. That's what this is. What I believe. You okay, I'm, I might not be, know that for a fact, but this is what I believe. It's just you know pumping a rod, <laughs> Mother Nature. Okay, I'm absolutely not going to side with this uh, ludicrous claim. <laughs> what that he's Look, pumping? He's, what you guys I mean, never it, done it, that? It's undeniable never that he's pumping stand a rod. out there. You know, wind to your cheeks. I think I think maybe he is predisposed to becoming an insult. You you, you might have had a point. <laughs> I I know he's predisposed to becoming an insult, and he'd be one of the dangerous look, insults. Fuck, motherfucker! Look, listen to you, motherfuckers! Okay, I'm the least insult of all you guys. Okay, I can fucking get good whenever I want. Okay, so shut the fuck up. He's okay? saying I'll that he's saying that really okay? quietly because um because he's his study doesn't have a, a door. <laughs> it's an alcove, <laughs> and Chloe's right there. <laughs> yeah, and and if she leaves him, he's done for. I'm going to become voluntarily celibate like my father. <laughs> Is he voluntarily celibate? Yeah, he's done with girls, man. He's like, dude, I'm so fucking done. He, he listens to the show now, so is he going to agree with that? I asked him once. I asked him once. I said, don't you ever want to find a partner who can, like, challenge you? Like, you know, mentally, yada, yada. And he said, no girl could ever challenge me. <laughs> so is that is that, like, him saying, like, no girl could ever, like, edge me? Like, I could never edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's like Carl Sandilands. He can't edge. <laughs> I think I think he just meant more along the lines of uh, he's never met a girl with uh, quite the intellect, you know? That's because he picks up all his girls at the fucking one Turner club. It's true. <laughs> and then he has, to catch, he has to catch the fucking Divi bus home. <laughs> Alright, how, how do you ban this episode from one Pacific Yeah. <laughs> so we just got some housekeeping before we start. Check us out at Why Are They Mad Pod on Instagram. Follow us, we'll give you a shout out on the show. If you're listening on Apple, leave us a review, positive or negative. We don't want to tell you what to think. Uh, we'll read it out here. And we got a review, we got a five star review. And it just said, good, but Gaddafi wouldn't be in hell. And uh, I'm not going to comment on that. We, uh, we uh, wait, hold on. I here. want to comment on this. I want to comment on this. Who said that? <laughs> that's that's. I need name, name, name names, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm going to censor it. It was... Oh, it sounds-
<laughs> oh, I know it was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, if our shows do have you thinking or feeling anything, we want to hear from you. Send us a DM, or you can email us at whyaretheymadpod at gmail.com. We'll get back to you either there or maybe on air. And uh, our shout-out this week, Fraser, big robot cock. Thanks for checking us out. We, 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 we wrote that in while he was talking. We, we made that happen. I, I just I just want to say, I'm not going to be looking at the feedback at all. The only feedback I'm going to get is like filtered down from Jay being upset about something. So I just want to go ahead and say, I don't care. Uh, you guys, listeners of the show, let me know which one of these hosts to uh, fire at the end. Because I don't really know it, but this is more of an audition. You can fire me. Dude, I'll walk now. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, see ya. Can me and Martin just do the show? And yeah, I, I fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're still the editor. <laughs> yeah, you're just the editor. <laughs> Wait, that leave. means you still have the creative freedom. That's fine. Just a quick warning. This episode deals with topics some might find distressing, namely on the topic of sexual abuse. All right, let's get to it. Ban games. So, so do you guys actually feel prepared to talk about this? Because, like... You guys both did absolutely zero preparation. That's a completely fair. That's a completely fair question, and I I sort of don't feel prepared. <laughs> that's not even true. I watched plenty of videos. I just just because I don't write down my fucking thoughts because I don't forget them doesn't mean that you know I didn't do any preparation. I didn't watch any videos. We all have different ways of learning. Okay. Shut up! Me? That's bullshit. Me. I don't need to fucking tippity tap 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 write it all down. Okay. You know wax. I lived it. All right, let's have a look. Mon, what's what's up? What's the first one? Death Race, nineteen seventy six, the first banned video game. So the gameplay was driving around, running over zombies, uh, and it got banned because people said it sounded like a ch- the sound a child makes when hit by a car. I'm not sure why they know that, but that's apparently what they <laughs> that, thought. That is like a verbatim what one of the, the children said about it. Sound different to adult when they get run over. Yeah, should, I don't think we should let's test the this. Links. Let's find out. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> Is that what a child sounds like when they get run over? Red, you you work with children. I'm assuming you know. Have I got to be more analytical? I need to hear it again. <laughs> it doesn't sound like anything. It just sounds like a hydraulic press. <laughs> now, what would you imagine a child would sound like if you got hit over, run over? Fucking kadunk, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would sound like anything in particular. Just sounds like my drive to work, brother. <laughs> so, the sound does not at all sound like a child. And the more egregious part about this is Associated Press claiming it was, you know, teaching future drivers how to run over pedestrians. <laughs> uh, if, you, if anyone decides to look up this gameplay, you will see... Uh, this is absolutely not the case. You, it's literally like a bird's eye view and you're just turning left and right. I guess, I guess up to this point, all the driving games had been, you know, race through the flags. And then this game comes around and it's like run over, run over these like humanoid objects. And um, the, the actual, the developer of this game said in an interview with the Associated Press, like this same one, like he was quoted as saying... Um, Basically, not verbatim, but he was quoted as saying, if people want to run people over, then you got to let them live out that fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> got to give them an outlet, you know? Yeah. You see, this game could have saved many children, you know? All right, what's up next, Reg? Uh, we have Custer's Revenge, a very famous uh, controversy 
in the video gaming world. Uh, Custer's Revenge released uh, 983, something like that. Um, definitely in the early 80s. Uh, it was released for the Atari 2600. It was one of the first pornographic games, actually. You know, I'm looking at the box art here, and I think you guys are as well. Could I, could I get you both to describe this box art? So, basically, when I see this guy, I imagine this is going to sound really niche, but you, you know that meme where it's like horny jail bonk? <laughs> <laughs> this this man this man needs to get bonked. He needs to get sent to the horny jail because he's like he's sweating. This guy is like he's got he's pretty he's got it, one right? thing in his eyes and it's not good. It's lust. It's lust for the Native American beauties of a world. So it's it's actually like the cover art is pretty fucked up. It's uh it's basically this little cartoon caricature of General Custer, who was uh he was a general in the uh, American Indian Wars. And this Native American woman is is tied up, and he Custer is completely naked, except for a hat, gloves, ascot, and boots. So like his ass, you can see his ass, um, and he's he's got this look in his eye, like he's he's desperate, like he's he's got sweat beads like flying out. He he's reaching out. He's like, please give me like. Well, he's not he's not asking though. He's just he's going, and it's uh. Sex pest of the extreme kind. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fucked, actually. It's definitely. Um, I would say it is. Uh, it is appealing to the fantasies of some of uh, the most depraved people. <laughs> oh, that's a thing. It probably is a bit of a fantasy trip, I would say. Um, but the gameplay. So how the gameplay consists is it's uh it's all very low poly, very early stuff. But um, you would move Custer, Mr. General Custer himself, from the left to the right hand side of the screen while avoiding arrows that were shot down from the ceiling. Uh, and the goal was to reach the end in which you would uh sexually force yourself upon a tied up Native American woman. Yeah, it like you actually scored the points by doing that by sexually assaulting yep. this woman. Yeah. Was this game made to create controversy or did or at the time, I don't know what it was like at the time, was this just like okay? Uh, before the release of the game, he even notified a lot of feminist groups and Native American right groups uh, to try and drum up controversy around the title. Yeah, they, it was, they were definitely purposely trying to be controversial, but um, it's, it's kind of like... He, he actually came out afterwards and said Costa isn't sexually assaulting the woman. He's seducing her. Um, and, uh, is he aware that doesn't come across at all? Is he aware that doesn't come across at all? Oh, Custer, you rambunctious <laughs> sex pest. I can't believe they had jiggle physics in... Yeah, two. they've animated his dick to bob up and down as he walks. Oh, man. This is bad. This is all... It's awful. It, it is definitely a simulation of sexual assault. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so we can put this into the not cool yeah, category. I'll, I'll yeah, this, this is, yeah, this this is, is a very, very not cool band game. A lot of band games are very cool. This one is not. Uh, we'll get. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Next game, I believe, will be your turn, Jay. This this one is called Night Trap, um, and it was it was the subject of a nineteen ninety three congressional hearing into video games, and kind of what like the controversy started was because gore and boobs yeah. and all that became more visually discernible. Like it was easy to tell what they were. So like around this point in time. 
more games were being banned because they were, it was easy to tell what the things were they were depicting, if that makes sense. Anyway, so it was an interactive movie of sorts for the Sega CD, and the premise of Night Trap was you're a special agent tasked with watching a teenage girl's sleepover party on a series of hidden cameras. Uh, your objective is to stop the girls from being attacked by, like, they're kind of vampires, kind of ninjas. Like, they're dressed like ninjas, but they they want to suck their blood or something like that. And um, Joe Lieberman, uh, he played the most controversial scene at that congressional hearing. And uh, let's check that out now. And look at him. <laughs> he's, ooh, he's so sneaky. She's not a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you wouldn't be the expert. So th- this is the most controversial part. Like this was the one that they sent to do. Th- this is <laughs> it's kind of. This is terrifying. Look at the screams. They're so like yeah. actually real. You know? <laughs> Can you imagine you're a kid, right? You've got your Sega CD there. You decide to buy a game called Night Trap. You get to this scene. Your dad walks in. What do you do? <laughs> Wait, can you can you explain to us what we just saw in that scene there? It's commonly known as the night trap bathroom scene. Sure. Uh, so what happened was a um, a teenager, or as Martin uh, quickly mentioned, a twenty something year old walked into a bathroom in uh, I, I believe it's just like a nighty something along those lines. Like a nightgown or something. Yeah. Um, and there was a uh, a ninja vampire hiding in the bathroom. He was hiding in the shower, to be specific. And while while the girl was looking in the mirror, uh, adjusting her earrings or something along those lines, uh, she noticed that there was a shadow in the uh, shower. Went to go investigate. Uh, turns out a ninja man jumps out. Ah, gotcha, you know. And multiple other ninjas protrude into the room from that point. And they grab the female, and she's screaming, as I'm sure you guys heard in the recording. And then eventually they use a contraption to suck blood out of her neck. When Joe Lieberman played that scene at uh, the congressional hearing, he seemed to believe that the players were controlling the ninjas. <laughs> so <laughs> he didn't realize that um, your objective was to stop that from happening. He thought that it was uh, the objective was to make that happen. And Nintendo testified at that hearing, saying that Night Trap would never be allowed on their consoles. But in reality, like, Nintendo couldn't run that game. They didn't have a disc add-on. And then <laughs> um, 25 years later, it came out for the Nintendo Switch as a, an anniversary edition. So it did end up coming out on Nintendo games. Wow. But I, I, don't think, I don't think they, like, I think 25 years later, I think people realized it was a bit silly to be upset about this. I mean, like, it is, of, of all the games on this list, this is kind of the one that um, interests me the most, just because it seems so campy and, like... Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I think out of everything, everything on this list, I think if anything should be banned, it's probably this one, in my opinion. Well, because of the voyeuristic part of it. It's just, it's just too realistic, you know. It's <laughs> really strange and realistic, you know. What well, um, the ninjas? <laughs> but, the, but, but from 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 what standpoint do you think it should be banned? Like you're saying it's realistic, but what's well, it, it just it, it almost simulates like you know sexual assault in a realistic manner, like an incredibly. Like, you know, down to earth. Is it really that different than, like, Friday the 13th or, like, A Nightmare on Elm Street or something? Like... What do you mean? Like, the movies? Yeah, because it's, it's really... We're not talking about movies. Movies movies never get banned. <laughs> well, but, yeah, but so should this one be banned? Like, um... Because it's... I'm just saying, I'm not saying anything should be banned. I'm it's not a scene that they're playing, though. Like, it's just, like, a cutscene, right? That's what it was? Well, that yeah, was, was what the whole end. game was like, though. Like, you moved the through the The game was like a picker and adventure, right? That's yeah. kind of yeah, how it okay. works. 
Um, I'm just saying, out of everything on this list, that one more than likely, like if I had to ban something on this list, it'd be that one because that one freaks me out the most. I I would actually disagree. Yeah, would you? Because because like it's not really depicting like it, anything of like a sexual assault nature. It's like like if if someone was to get grabbed like that, they'd probably scream like that anyway. Like she's getting like her the blood sucked out from her neck. I I don't I don't think this is like too bad to be honest i i think that it it isn't a depiction of assault but it i mean it is it isn't a depiction of sexual assault but it's kind of suggestive of that in that she's well, that's what i'm saying it's, it's incredibly suggestive isn't yeah, it yeah you know? but you know and there are people there there is you know a fetishization of that and it, it is common in horror movies too and i think this was kind of playing into that where it's this woman she barely has any clothes on and she's being restrained by these like group of strangers but the way that it's uh the way that it's actually presented is so kind of uh representative of that era that it kind of feels like a almost like a a product of a bygone era that makes sense it's incredibly over the top yeah exactly all right mom do you want to give us the next one (laughs) mortal combat so i actually can you play the the theme song when we do this one? Wait, let's do it a cappella. I don't know the theme song. Yeah. Aramon, give us tell us about Mortal Kombat. So so this one, Mortal Kombat, I actually have, you know. Soft spot in my heart for Mortal Kombat. I wouldn't play it nowadays because it's garbage. But um, <laughs> what you mean you know, the new I had, ones? Yeah, but I had I had Mortal Kombat on the original Xbox, and there was this really cool game mode. You guys know how I'm really smart, right? There was this really cool chess game mode where you picked your characters for like your pawn, your your, your knights, etc. Like your different pieces would be like like a character. Yeah. And then when they went up against the other p- person's piece, they would then have a Mortal Kombat fight. That's pretty and cool. Uh, yeah, and and the winner would be the one that stays alive, right? The other one would die. Well, I don't get it. I don't get it. Is so you're having chess, but the like what? So if a pawn goes up against a, a like a rook, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> like it's just- so the difference was the health. You, so like the pr- right. the pawn would have like not much health, and then like the king or queen would have like heap like full health. Right, 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 gotcha. But I would always pick my pawn to be Baraka because like that dude fucking rocks. On on to the topic. Uh, so this is a, a fighting game. Uh, it was originally on arcades back in the day. You know the, where where fighting games really traditional fighting games really thrived in that sort of environment. Um, eventually moved to home consoles in '92. Um, there was a congressional hearing in 1993, which uh, it was the subject of. Um, same as same had, one as Nitro. Same one as Nitro. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what was the overall uh, point of that hearing? So it was basically to establish whether um, whether there needs to be government regulation of video games, and in uh, basically in summary, it ended up being uh, how the ESRB was formed. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh man, dude! I thought earlier when you said like when it says Joe Lieberman played the most controversial scene of Night Trap, I thought <laughs> you thought he was playing it. You at meant home. he was one of the ninjas. <laughs> no, I thought you, I thought he was one of the actors. No. He, he was one of the ninjas. He, you know? he played it for like he played it for Congress. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, it was the first game with quote unquote realistic violence and gore. 
Um, I would disagree. It's incredibly over the top, <laughs> but that's obviously a stylistic choice. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo refused to distribute it unless Midway removed the gore. Um, good on uh, Nintendo for sticking to their family values. Sega released it as is because they believe their service demographic was more diverse than just children, which is fair. I think it's like a somewhat uh, recent thing, like, you know, last 10, 10 years or so where like at, it's been more okay for like adults to play video games. I imagine back in, you know, 80s 90s it was more of like a seen as like a kid's thing well they they pretty much found out like from doing surveys and stuff they found out at the time that a massive amount of their audience was adult men playing sports games so mm. and whereas like, most people associated video games with like educational games like you know those like typing the ones that would like teach you to type and that type of stuff oh uh, yeah yeah well, I mean, it's it's uh, it's actually kind of always been the case. Like, there's never been a point in time where video games have statistically been more popular with big children than adults. It's the the average, mm. the average player base has been somewhere in between twenty five and thirty five yeah. forever. Like, that's just how it's always been. Mm. I think a bigger reason as well is kids don't have money. Well, they don't have money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They don't have money to buy the consoles. <laughs> they don't have the time. Well, they have the time, but they don't have you know. So it's reliant on parents buying. Or Guardians buying... I mean, it's also an MA13 game, you know? Like, kid, children can't buy this game themselves, you know? Things like that as well. I remember seeing a... There's, like, this document... Like, not documentary clip, sorry. A, um... Like, a newsreel where they went into an arcade, like, you know? And they're like, wow, look at all the fucking nerds, you know? Like, <laughs> geez, what is this place? You know, it's so fucking weird. Everyone smells. And it's smells just like, like guys playing Mortal Kombat. And they're like, do you guys think that this game is going to make you commit violent acts? And they're just like stunted of the fact they're talking to like a female news reporter they're like what what the, who the <laughs> no, fuck I'll, are you, I'll do <laughs> are, you are, you, are you asking me to <laughs> i'll do it <laughs> is this like is this like the start of the incel community maybe yeah yeah they'll play maybe more i don't know i mean like if you watch stranger things as we bring up every week um you'll realize that uh you know it's now cool to be a part of the arcade scene and yeah. there was definitely females within the arcade scene which to be honest i think historically was very true. untrue yeah, yeah. <laughs> does anyone else just like cringe and absurd amount like physically painfully cringe when you like let's say you're in a public lobby in like a shooter and then like a girl uses her mic and then immediately yeah. straight after the voice chat everyone yeah. just starts being like oh my god show me your tits yeah it's, no it's like awful. garbage it's like guys it's just someone else playing like relax yeah. please it's, no, it gives me so PTSD because my balls drop super late and so they always used to think i was the female <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah so you, you get two types of guys you get you get people who are just gonna be absolutely like oh my god dude like just gonna be overtly sexual to her and just disgusting and then you get the other dudes who are gonna be like oh you're not a real gamer this you know like treating her harshly so wait so wait, wait, wait which one are you part of yeah martin I, huh <laughs> See, there's only two types I'm, which one are you part of i'm talking about the 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 negative reactions Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you just pop a bone or you don't say anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, me, I'm too shy. I'm like, oh my god, it's a girl. I'm too shy to say anything sexist. Yeah. I just think it. Yeah. Would, would you, do you think you might want to join my clan? <laughs> I I tell her I'm a Discord mod and like it never goes well. She I don't know why. Loves it. Red, do you want to give us the next one? Uh Doom. Doom. Everyone knows Doom. Everyone's seen Doom. It's been around forever. Cultural icon. Uh, first considered the first FPS. Not uh, actually. This is like the second. That would FPS. be Wolfenstein, right? Either way, Wolfenstein, Doom, basically interchangeable when it comes to video games. No one at me. 
Uh, so yeah, Doom uh, released in 1993, one of the pioneering first-person shooters. Uh, its main themes consisted of heavy metal, demons, and gore, the three things that are most often controversial with parents. People, after finding out the fact that the two Columbine shooters were Doom fanatics, were uh, very heavily dismissive of the video game, assuming that there was some form of connection in between the two. Uh, they wrote in their journals, uh, the two Columbine shooters, they wrote in the journals that it would be like real-life Doom and they would make hell on Earth. Uh, one of the shooters was found to have drawn a bunch of sketches of Doom guy killing his schoolmates and drew out of his school like was a Doom map, uh, which is actually kind of worrying, but also I wonder <laughs> what his what his maps actually look like. Do you think that school uh, would that, have been a competitive map? Well, he was actually like a modder of Doom. Like one of the last things he oh. did was upload all of his Doom maps to his personal website um yeah right yeah no i i think um this this kind of comes down to like the doom didn't make them go out and shoot people but somebody who who is a violent person will probably be more drawn to violent media you know that's exactly what i think they might be more drawn to violent media but i don't does that necessarily mean that they are then going to become more violent as a result of the violent media no i don't think so but i i think there there isn't a casual link between playing games and becoming violent but there probably is a casual link between being a violent person and playing violent things or enjoying violent things you know if that makes sense like yeah yeah i'd agree 100 mm, percent. yeah i was reading about that whole columbine thing uh it's pretty pretty fucked up so um, yeah i didn't i didn't know about the columbine links to doom i didn't actually recognize yeah, that previously well, yeah, they were there was just they were obsessed with like all the um yeah that's why i assumed i assume it wouldn't just be doom right it'd be everything maryland maryland manson yeah <laughs> well maryland manson maryland manson was a bit of like an apologist for those kids he was like i could have fixed them <laughs> I don't think you necessarily have to make excuses, but I think just trying to understand why it happened to avoid future, you know, situations is important. If you think people are a product of their environment, or at least heavily influenced by their environment, it'd be important to know why they ended up the way they did. That's true, but and I guess the the scapegoat there was video games because that was such a huge part of what they did all the time was play shooters. You know, the thing is, I don't think that if, like, say, if they had. Like, you know, if the only games they had access to were, like, educational games, I don't think they would have still played them, you know? <laughs> they, would have done, they would have gone on the shooting sooner, probably, <laughs> before they could play was, like, Type Quest or whatever. <laughs> were they themselves incels? They both... Well, I was reading about it last night, and their friends all said that they died virgins, so, yeah. But I... Actually, another thing I read last night... Uh, when I was researching Columbine, because I actually wrote a shit ton about it last night, and then I decided that the notes would be too boring, like, I didn't just want to sit here reading from a script, you know, and, um, uh, one of the things that happened during Columbine was, uh, a girl survived it, and she was like, fuck, like, the first thing she thought was, I've got to tell my crush I'm in love with him, and then she found out that the crush was one of the shooters, which, uh, Whoa. Yeah, would be super fucked. Alright, next up, next up, we got another game that was enjoyed by those two guys, the two teenage yeah, killers. That makes sense. Postal and Postal Two. Now, Postal Two wasn't out at the time, but Postal One. And I feel like Postal is like the like poster child for controversial games. Like that, that was always the one that was mentioned. That's like, its purpose, you know. Back in the well, yeah, it literally just existed to it. It almost, it almost 
thrived off of the controversy that was attributed to video games because it wasn't actually a well-made game or a well-published game. Yeah, I played game. Postal. I was playing Postal Two last week. It's not a well-made game. No, it's, it's actually garbage. Like, it, it, it it plays like garbage. It, it just exists to get people talking about it so that people will buy it. But, oh, um, I mean, it could it could like fulfill a fantasy as well. Oh, so totally, people- totally. And the the thing is, like, if you actually play it. Like, the, the player is literally dressed like how those Columbine kids dressed on that day. Like, sunglasses, trench coat, you know. Do you think there's a relation to Taxi Driver? Uh, yeah, actually, that's a good point. There probably is, because that kind of started Talking that. Talking to me? Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> Postal. Postal was released in 97, and in the game, you play as, like, a schizophrenic guy, and the like the start of the story is that he believes that the u.s army is pumping uh, like hallucinogenic gas over his town but that he's the only person affected the aim of the game is literally like to go postal shoot as many people as possible it was banned in australia for quote depictions of abhorrent and revolting content uh its sequel postal 2 came out in 2003 and it went even further it allowed players to urinate on corpses and it pictured, it had uh, depictions of violence against animals too, which was one of the reasons why it was banned in New Zealand and Australia. Did you know this game was also banned in uh, Pakistan due to the uh, the like the terrorist ideology in it, like the um, the depictions of like you know. Oh uh, yeah, because you could go to terrorists. like terrorist camps or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, you'd murder them. Really? And such. Mm, yeah, this yeah. game was banned in uh, Pakistan for that reason. Well, one one thing that is actually kind of cool about Postal 2 is that the entire map is scripted to play out even if you don't do anything. So, like, all the NPCs are scripted to go about their everyday lives and... Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it works It works on, like, a week system. It's, like, every day something new happens and you play every day out. Mm. Um, and no matter what decisions you make, the week will still play out how it was. It's a pretty innovative idea. The game played like garbage. Right? But it totally is just a power fantasy, like having this world that plays yeah. out around you and being able to go out and, <clears throat> you know, shoot it all up, destroy it or whatever. In 2008, three teenagers in South Carolina went on an arson spree. They set fire to eight cars and an abandoned house. In their police interviews, they claim to have gotten the idea from Postal Two, which is a uh, bullshit. I think it's usually a scapegoat, right? Like I keep hearing things like that. You know, these situations mm. where uh, young offenders will try to use video games as a way to, you know, buffer their charges and such. Yeah, they'll use. They'll try to create a panic against it so that it's like, you know, I was pure before. I was the a victim. Video games. You know? yeah, yeah, I was influenced. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it makes sense. Like you know, like you know, you're gonna try and do what you're gonna try and yeah. do, right? I mean, that is, that is a usually the lawyer's idea they'll they'll try to mm. you know model up the uh, any doubt or create some uh, mitigating circumstances or whatever and yeah. a, a funny point the u.s postal service attempted to sue uh, the games developer which i think is called running with scissors for copyright <laughs> infringement <laughs> for running <And> with scissors. <laughs> i think it's pretty funny that like the national postal service has a copyright <laughs> on their name <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do they do they actually reference apart from the name? Do they actually make any more references to the U.S. Postal Service in the game that you're aware of? No, because it's like the the term postal is like to do with going postal, which is yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I actually haven't played it, but I've always known about it. Like it's just kind of always been one of those games that gets talked about whenever referencing like violence in video games or. They still make them. They still make postal games. Actually, just I was, as I said, I was playing this one just the other the other day because I was you know. 
just interested. It was a bit of research, but um, I realized that they're still releasing them and they have one coming out soon, but obviously the newer ones don't get anywhere near as much credibility for like controversy and such. So GTA, let's get on GTA. So GTA 3 was released in 2001. I, I remember actually playing this game and being very amazed at the graphics because I had played like my older brother let me play fucking like GTA 1 and 2. Mm. And I was like, whoa, this is really cool. <laughs> and then and then having it in 3D yeah. just made it so much cooler. Nah, GTA was like the coolest thing when you were a kid. Because it was like... It's easily the coolest. Yeah. yeah. It felt like... um, It almost just felt like impossibly intricate. Like having this entire fictional city just to explore or like fly cars around or whatever. The thing is, even today, GTA 5 is so, yeah. so big with children yeah. because of like, you know, YouTube and Twitch and stuff mm. like that. But mm. we never had that. We just—it was just like it was like that fan. It was like it was like a yeah. um, like a myth, you know. It's like oh, dude, Grand Theft San Andreas. Like yeah. know, maybe we can get our hands on it, you know. You know, maybe you had a cousin, like an older cousin who had it or something like that, an older brother, you know. And it's like you just got to play it occasionally, and it was like, whoa, one day, yeah, I'll this, yeah, this will be my thing. I wasn't even allowed to play GoldenEye sixty four. I went to my uh, mates' houses and had to like play it there. You know how much that sucked. I had a, I had a sixty four. My parents never had any rules against uh, violent video games in my household, but uh. I never had the money to be able to purchase said violent video games. So, um, well, GTA 3 was refused classification in Australia because players could pick up and kill sex workers. Was that be- was that because Australia was trying to defend sex workers? I mean, they. Pro- I think Australia has certain guidelines on things that they uh, consider just like not appropriate, you know. And um, I think I think violence. Sexual violence is just one thing that Australia doesn't allow in its games, like even today. Mm, that's mm, fair. Yeah. So then GTA San Andreas, which came out in 2004, was actually originally approved for release in Australia, but modders actually found a cut minigame in the games files called Hot Coffee, in which uh, the player could have sex with a woman after taking her on a date. The minigame was remodded into the game by a simple scripting adjustment, which resulted in a mass recall of San Andreas in Australia and a lawsuit against its publisher, Take Two of Twenty Million. I got, my my question is right, like if it's like if it's a mod, essentially, couldn't couldn't you mod anything into the game? Why why was this particularly an issue? Because it was in the files. Yeah, already, because it right? was technically a part of the game, you know, and it wasn't shown uh, to the classification board. And the issue with games in Australia for like a long time, like 30 years, was that there was no R rating. So anything that wasn't appropriate, mm, that mm. was deemed un- inappropriate for people under 15, was just refused classification. And because like graphic sex automatically uh, attributes an R18 rating in Australia. So. Well, there's, there's actually a picture here of that scene. <laughs> and like, l- let me just say one thing. Like, he is slamming. Yeah, he, he is, is slamming her. He is slapping cheeks in this photo. Like, she's like. And, she- and she's enjoying it. It's okay. It's very consensual. So, um, GDA, Vice City, San Andreas, Vice City Stories, and Liberty City Stories were all banned in Germany for high-impact, gory violence. I was actually looking up last night video games that are banned in different countries. Germany banned, has banned, like, 70 games for high-impact, gory violence. Germany's, they fucking hate it. Germany's even more strict than Australia. Like, the things that um, constitute a ban in Germany are even stricter than Australia. So, they've banned way more games. 
I know there was a lot of conversation around this game, like obviously corrupting youth. As we as we we keep referring to this, but not by name, like moral panic, right? Of like parents and politicians, you know, they th- they they think these games like are gonna you know influence people into committing violent acts. I I the 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 way that everyone has played GDA as a kid that I have ex- like I ex- I know personally is like you know you. You take turns with your mates and you drive mm. around, you try to kill as many people <laughs> as you can, you, try, you run over pedestrians and yeah. you kill cops and you try and get the most stars <laughs> and survive for the longest before you get killed. I actually haven't done that in real life, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, and I, I just thought that was really interesting. I, am I am I one of the special ones? I mean, I actually, not many people have done that in real life. And um, I guess that's the thing. I think that people are able to discern that video games aren't real life um like i personally if i had a kid i would probably be a little bit concerned like i don't know if i would feel comfortable with letting a kid play gta but then i would also feel comfortable knowing that like me and all my friends did and for the most part turned out all right you know we're all pretty warped i think we all probably had too much like unsupervised access to the internet at oh that's of an that's age. definitely true but people didn't understand the internet when we were kids i don't think like uh parents didn't really have a full understanding of the scope of the well, internet I, I remember like some news story came out when i was younger i started playing like runescape on our dial-up connection and like this story came out in the news about like some underage girl meeting a stranger online and then mm, they found yeah. out, you know and then something bad happened i don't remember what exactly but mm. my, you know my parents sat me down and had this really serious conversation mm. with me about like you know be careful you talk to online like strangers yeah stranger, well etc i remember just like a couple times having kind of weird uh interactions like that like uh just people messaging me on like youtube or there was like some nickelodeon game where you could go on and chat with people um, but it had like pre-approved words that you could type. And, um, I remember someone asking where I was from and trying to type Ringwood and it, it corrected it to Ringwood Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the, whoever, whoever the fuck I was talking to replying Ringwood Chuck. I know Ringwood Chuck. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So you, I, do, you dodged the, you, you, your own ineptitude made yeah. you dodge a bullet. But there. like, again, I didn't really understand, um, I had a situation when I was about 11 or 12, I think I would have been, uh, and I was playing um, I was playing Team Fortress 2 on my computer, and I had a, someone message me privately, and he was like, because obviously I'd been using my mic, so he must have determined that I was a child, and he said uh, like something along the lines of like, hey, I, you know, do you want some TF2 chess keys, like some crate keys, which is for the loot boxes and such, and I was like, yeah, of course, you know, why wouldn't I? And he was like, okay, you send me some pictures... Oh, and I'll give you a whole bunch of these keys, right? And I was like, all right, cool. You give me the keys, and then I'll send you the pictures. And he's like, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. And he sent me the keys, and then I blocked him. Wow. And I felt like the savviest fucking 11-year-old ever at that time. <laughs> I mean, I was like, yeah, you just got scammed, you got, you're sucker. The swindler. <laughs> you're the yeah, swindler of the pedos. I swindled the pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Hard Candy, like the movie Hard Candy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, is that where your history of being a scoundrel started? No, nah, it started way before that. It started with <laughs> uh, it started with scoundrel. his mum uh, taking him to pool halls, and he was like a, 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 a pool prodigy as a child, so he would shock people out of like gold coins and stuff. I'd, I'd prefer the term savant. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Reg, you want to tell us uh-huh. about uh, Fallout Three? 
I'll tell us about Fallout 3. I don't mind. Um, I'll do the Fallout 3 oh, next one. Okay? Oh, shit. I haven't been recording. Have you no, actually? I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> you imagine? I better check I'm recording. I'm recording. Here comes our buzzword of the, of the, of the week. Fallout 3. <laughs> <laughs> Send us Release. in for the ball report. Refused. Distribution by Microsoft India because of a depiction of three-headed cow. Why did you say three-headed cow? Yeah, actually, it's a two-headed cow here. You fucked up my whole flow, man. <laughs> hey, you can't blame him when you didn't fucking write <laughs> it. You literally <laughs> refused to do the... Released in 2008. <laughs> refused distribution by Microsoft India because of a depiction of a two-headed cow named the Brahmin. The game was also banned in Australia because of the use of, um, like... Drugs and other paraphernalia, uh, which this is unknown to Australians. What Australians don't understand the drugs. Well, in 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 Fallout Three, you have uh, these drugs that you can use, uh, like Medex and like stim packs, things like that. They give you type of incentivized rewards for using them, like health or you know maybe you attack better or faster or something along those lines. But originally, in the original cut of Fallout Three, they were they weren't didn't have these fictional names. They had real names, so like you know morphine and Valium, etc. Um, and anyway, so then Australia banned the game because of this and said like you know we can't be incentivizing drug use in our video in in video games and so Bethesda actually renamed all of those drugs for the Australian copy of Fallout 3 and then decided you know whatever then we'll do it worldwide and then they decided to go full out and did it you know for the entire copy of the game this is something i actually uh didn't know about cuz whenever you read about that i thought it was just drug use in general but it's like you could play you could play a game you could release a game that has you like doing cocaine and then you have an overdose and you die or whatever, but you couldn't release a game in Australia where you do cocaine and you get like a health boost or like a speed boost. But I don't know. To be honest, I've always thought that drugs in Fallout 3 were always really cool, like Jet and Psycho and things like that. Like if they had regular boring names, it'd be kind of probably a little bit less magical. Psycho. Yes. Yeah, makes, you, makes you do more damage. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so this was actually the first game that I recall about, um, you know, being banned in Australia, Left 4 Dead 2, because I, I, I was a big fan of Left 4 Dead 1, like I played a bunch of it, and um, uh, like it came out that Left 4 Dead 2 was at first not going to be released in Australia, like it was refused classification, and then when it did eventually release, they basically made it so that there was no gore whatsoever. And in Australia, the zombies would disappear pretty much instantly after they died. So I got my sister to bring me home the uncensored version uh, in 2009 when she went to England and she did it. I think at the time I didn't really think about how expensive that would have been for like an 18 year old, which she did, <laughs> but she did it anyway. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember. I remember when you got it. It was very cool. Yeah, it was a very exciting time. And I remember uh, my friend was really jealous because he ordered it in and it got uh, it got confiscated at, at customs. But uh, well, they actually like stopped it coming into the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, he he ordered it in like uh, from another country and they found it at customs and confiscated it. Something that isn't on this list, but I'll quickly touch on it just because I think it's really funny. In China and also uh, Russia, football manager was banned in both these countries because, um, well, in China it was banned because it recognized Tibet as, um, as like Tibet and Taiwan as its own international, like, you know, independent countries. 
They did a similar thing with WoW. Not a similar thing at all, but in China, they made it so, like, the undead characters didn't have any exposed, like, flesh or bones. They were just completely... Yeah, like, China hates ghosts. They really don't fuck around with ghosts. Mm. So, COD, Modern Warfare 2. Your favorite, M10. I actually much preferred COD 4. I, I actually think Black Ops is better than both of them. Black Ops 1. I spent a lot of time in Modern Warfare 2. I can't deny my love for this game. As a, a young teenager, I would rush home from school every day to play this on Xbox. I just my, remember you know, it being friend. so frustrating. Like, it was just so easy to just constantly get killed by, like, the grenade launchers and, like, the, the chopper gunners and the um, the airstrikes. Like, yeah, but that, that, was, that was part of it. That's part of being an angry 14-year-old. <laughs> well, it was like in uh, Modern Warfare 2, they literally dialed it up. Like, they, they identified the things that caused like a dopamine spike in children they were like we got to turn that up to 10 so like they they like changed the score you get for getting a kill from 10 to yeah. 100 like they they added in like all these kill streaks like you could you could uh, pilot like an ac-130 and shoot down bombs and stuff and it looked exactly like those like wikileaks leaked footage of the u.s army doing it to civilians in afghanistan and shit so uh yeah Released in 2009, Modern Warfare 2's campaign features a brief level named No Russian. Uh, in this level, you play as an undercover CIA agent who arrives at an airport with a group of terrorists. And you move through the airport carrying out a mass shooting of civilians in the airport. Um, the, the player isn't necessarily forced to shoot any civilians as they complete the level, but they're not, you know, dissuaded from doing so either. So it's sort of like, you know, it's up to you. Hmm. Um, it was inspired by the concern regarding air travel safety post 9-11. The, um, the entire sequence was removed from the game from uh, Modern Warfare 2's Russian release, um, and the Japanese and German releases of the game made it so that if the player shot at civilians, they instantly failed the level. Interestingly, in the opening line in Japan, it was changed uh, from remember no Russian to kill them all, they are Russians. So, <laughs> really? Oh, like, oh, yeah. Obviously, Japan, you know, they got, they got some beef there, I, I guess. Is it, they, isn't the whole point, like, don't kill any Russians? Isn't that what that line means? Because I, I think I think the terrorists are Russians. This level is, at the time, it was justified because they were like, it's integral to the plot. It's like, who fucking remembers the plot of Modern Warfare 2? Like, <laughs> like all I remember no, is, no all I remember is no Russian going into the um, airport and like shooting people running away and shit. Like, I don't remember why that was happening. Oh, I just Googled it. So the no Russian, the meaning of it is to actually, they shouldn't, none of the terrorist group are to speak Russian right. to give away their origins okay. and their ethnic. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. uh, right. And okay. so they changed it in Japan, kill them all, they are Russians. <laughs> <laughs> um... Next game on the list, uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth. Uh, the 2013 video game adaption of the cartoon South Park uh, was denied classification in Australia because of a series of mini-games, one of which uh, a miner receives an anal probe which visibly resembles a penis, and another where the player performs an abortion on the character Randy Marsh. Now, these are very uh, topical uh, discussion points here. Uh, Martin, what's your, uh, what's your opinion on abortion? <laughs> um, I think it's good. Awesome. I think it's awesome. I, I'm pro abort. I don't think any baby should be born. Yeah, you, yeah, you tried to make a pact where we all agree not to have a baby, which is, which is sad because I think you'd be a really good dad, Martin. Well, 
I'm not gonna give. I wouldn't. I've seen his fucking dog, dude. <laughs> no, he would not be a good dad. He likes. Yeah, him. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna leave my dog two states over. Oh wait. Oh shit. Oh shit. Sorry, boys. Sorry, did I let that one slip? <laughs> um, but uh, look, this is just like I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that the game would be banned for these things, given the fact that South Park has been doing this shit for ever. Right. Well, wasn't the first season inspired by the Columbine shootings and it was meant to end with the school getting shot up? I don't know if that was the first season because it started before Columbine, but um, South Park is uh, it, it is set in the same state that Columbine happened in, so they probably would have been, you know, influenced by that. In the more recent seasons, they talk about school shooting like it's nothing, you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, the very first episode of the TV series is Cartman being probed by an alien. Yeah, you the know? first like, episode's this is... called Cartman Gets an Anal Probe. Yeah, I, I uh, actually remember as a kid, my uh, my parents saw, like, the South Park, like, VCR. I remember those old tapes. Um, and they were like, oh, this is a cool cartoon. And they got it for me. And I watched, I watched, I, I don't remember. It was like that first South Park movie. I don't remember exactly what happens. I was really young, like probably five. And uh, I watched the shit out of it. I was like, <laughs> I just thought, I just thought it was really funny. I didn't really like yes. understand what was happening. And then like, I got to take it to like a family friend's house to watch it there. Cause I was just watching it all the time. You know, when you're a kid, you just watch movies. Yeah. And, uh, and they were like, what is he watching? Yeah. What are you? What are you letting your kid watch? And then she got taken away from me yeah, so quick. Yeah. It was devastating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, parents get very insecure about those type of things. Um, but interestingly enough, so for Stick of Truth, South Park for Stick of Truth was actually approved for release in Australia after the scenes uh, before mentioned were covered with an image of a crying koala. Now that I actually do remember, I do yeah, remember that I remember happening. That. I remember, but I never actually knew that was the reason for it. I just now I'm just now putting those two pieces together. Mm. Um, so it was like it would it would be exactly the same, but when you got to those scenes, it would it would just like put like a sticker over the screen that was an image of a crying koala. Yeah, uh, we just got, got a couple quickies. Roblox was banned in Guatemala, quote because it can violate the safety of children and adolescents. Make of Fair that enough. what you will. <laughs> I recently had two clients who were uh, children, and they were fighting over the. Uh, girlfriends in roblox so. kids love roblox like yeah they they, they eat that shit yeah, up so hard. they love that shit you know you know you know what i actually don't blame them yeah if i had roblox when i was a kid i'd probably also love it well roblox was around when we were kids it's been around since like 2008 or something maybe even longer it has not it, it has it 100 has let's google it now roblox You're fucking lying to me. roblox 2006 it's been around 2006. since 2006 really Oh, you've done proven me wrong, sir. Pokemon Go was criticized for using uh, memorials as landmarks to catch Pokemon, such as the United States uh, Holocaust Museum and the Hiroshima Peace Park. Uh, in in New York, it is a violation of parole for sex offenders to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> Why is that? Really? I don't know. I guess because um, maybe they can meet up with kids. Yeah, maybe maybe it's because it has a um, you can like have gym battles with children and like you can trigger a gym battle by walking up to someone in real life or something like that. I don't know. I never actually played Pokemon Go. I Pokemon is one game I just can't understand. I don't understand what the draw is on that. It's collecting. You're collecting all of them. I remember. I, I've never really been into it either. I remember M10 and our other friend was super into Pokemon Go. Tanky. Out, no, you're tanky. Uh, no, you're, you're tanky. tanky. Oh, you I said M10. Yeah, yeah, M10. Oh, M10. Fishstick and uh, and Tanky. 
Yeah, so I was saying, uh, I remember that um, M10 and Fishstick were super into it when it came out, and uh, I reluctantly played with them. Um, The one thing about Pokemon Go that I don't think anyone realized is how many purchases of expandable batteries people got. Like, those... Yeah. Like, those sales would have gone right up. Those fucking companies would have been so fucking happy. You mean the portable portable batteries? Yeah, portable... portable I I definitely got sucked into that. I, yeah. I got like a, wow. I got like a, ten thousand milliamp hour, uh, battery, and it actually served me pretty well. I, I stopped playing Pokemon Go pretty quickly because that shit was boring. Uh, anyway, in in Bosnia, warnings had to be distributed, telling players of Pokemon Go to stay clear of uh, landmine sites left over from the Bosnian War. Which I wow, thought, that's fair. Yeah. That would be uh... maybe maybe don't put like you know checkpoints or what, what are they called like the poker stops? <laughs> maybe don't put those near landmines. <laughs> like that's just a crazy idea. Yeah. I know people are getting hit by cars and shit. That was a big deal. Yeah, so covered a couple band games. Obviously, we can't cover them all. Just covered a couple of the ones that we thought were interesting. Do you guys reckon some things need to be banned? Yeah. I think some words should be banned. (laughs) Okay. Just to play, like, devil's advocate, um, like, why would you say these things need to be banned? Well, which things? What, me? I've, I've not necessarily video games. I just meant, like, some things in this world need to be banned. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, do you, do you think some games need to be banned? I think there's some games where it's just the, the potential for harm outweighs any type of artistic curation. So, probably. Um, we didn't talk about any this week. There are some that I could I could speak about, which I'm not going to. You can do your own research at home. There are a couple um, games that we're not going to talk about on this show that are just, like... Uh, simulations of very fucked up things, like not it, not even like veiled simulations, and yeah, they're, they're just genuinely simulations. There's no artistic direction. It's just a simulation, a place for someone to you know mm. fetishize something. Yeah. Um, those type of things, there's probably no room in the market for them. I would say, but I, I do think that we need to have a very uh, hard look at our rating system and decide what can do harm, what can't do harm. I think all of these previous cases are uh, pretty ridiculous for the most part. I understand the earlier ones, you know, it's a new genre, it's a new field, yada yada, but things like Left for Dead, things like, um, you know, South Park, The Stick of Truth, stuff like that, it's just like, it really, it's it's really just a boomer mentality they're bringing to it, which I don't think is necessarily uh, what we need. The moral panic. To- mm. Yeah, it's all the moral panic. It's like, you know, it's all just a bit old at this point, you know, I do think there is places for rating systems, but we just need to kind of overhaul it a bit. I, I, I think the main, well, at least the intention of what I always like got out of the rating system was like, it was more, you know, an age level, right? So it's to protect children or people who are too young, who could be negatively influenced by these things. I mean, that there are some things that, cause I have younger siblings. Uh, there are some things like if I'm watching a movie and I know my dad will watch that movie um, I'll think like, man, I don't know if it would be smart to show this to the kids. And, um, but it's, then it's also like, how, how much can you shelter kids really? Like if, you, if you're denying kids from checking out things that all their peers, like all their friends have, have access mm. to, they're probably going to like want to seek it out even more and maybe, um, seek it out in a way where you can't like talk them, talk to them about it or something like that. So, like, seek it out in a way where, like, you know, there's that argument where it's like, do you do you let your kids just not do it and then they try and do it behind mm. your back? Or do you sort of monitor them doing it so you can sort of give them a better way to interpret what they're doing? The thing I always think is, like, kids 
are people. Like, they're going to do their own thing, you know? Like, yeah. kids will always find a way to access things that they're not supposed to. Or, And I think people, or kids, will especially seek out things that they've been not allowed to, you know? Yeah, well, one of my things I've always noticed, like, when I hear about, like, you know, over my lifetime of adults who, like, you know, well, parents who ban, you know, video games and stuff from their household and all that type of stuff is that, you know, it's just a... Uh, you're, it's not just so much the fact that you're, you know, you're stopping them from being, like, you're never going to try and access it elsewhere. It's also just you're, you're fucking up their social credibility, you know? Like, schools are rough places, man. If you are not part of, if you're not doing what the fads are and stuff like that, like, if you're not playing video games and all your mates are, like, you're just going to lose that entire social hierarchy there, you know? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, there was, I remember there was this kid in high school who wasn't allowed a cell phone and, dude, everyone let it. And then there was, you know, some kids couldn't afford cell phone mobile phone whatever mm. and that's probably even worse i think usually in that circumstance they just steal it though you know <laughs> so, jeez yeah i never left my locker locked i had a couple of cell phones stolen yeah well we we, we shared a locker and it was uh it was tricky hey we got told off about it like every couple of days <clears throat> Which yeah, I, I don't know why really they really didn't want us to them. share a locker yeah they had a real issue with it didn't they, mm, they didn't, i don't i don't know why I think they didn't want me dragging down your grades because I was such a mischief uh, scoundrel. Yeah, they were like, you know, stare such the like apple you. of their eye. What do you mean, was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a sc- he's the imp. He's the little imp. Always has been. You just you just smarter at covering it up now. That's what I think it is. Look at me. Look at me right now. You know, I'm at home. I'm in lockdown. I'm getting paid seven hundred eighty dollars a week by the government. It is, when feels good, eh? I, you know, it's fucking like you know. I'm I'm gonna use. I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna use that shit dry. You know, like I don't want anyone to get infected. But I really hope <laughs> this lockdown lasts yeah. forever. Oh, I feel that way too. I'm like, I keep hearing shit like, oh, give us a pass out of lockdown. I'm like, nah, nah, keep it up. Keep it up. No, I'm fine. but I'm I'm absolutely fine yeah. over here. But that's because you don't have anyone to see over there. And, and Jay, you're obviously like a hermit. <laughs> Where are you going? You see the one person you see already. Who else yeah, you but see? man, I, I, I want to see all the boys, you know. Nah, no, I, I... It's been so long. Like, there are things like me. It's like, I wish that we could be recording this all together in person, you know. But obviously we can't. But it's mostly the work part. And you still have to go to work, Martin. But it's, mm. for me, it's like a fucking long-ass paid vacation I don't know what you're on about, but like going out with a boys. I'm not gonna be there, so I don't know how you're gonna have any fun. I mean, you will be eventually because you're about to get your ass dumped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll move straight back then. You'll be an insult. Chloe, Jay's telling me, telling you to dump me so that I can be back to Melbourne. <laughs> okay. What'd she say? She said, "Don't tempt me." <laughs> she probably wants to come back as well. Really. I think she does. Uh, yeah. Everyone does. This place yeah. sucks. Except clean shirt. He he uh, thrives on structure and being made to work 12 hour days are you guys got any final thoughts on band games or should we uh, uh no. no um final thoughts of the show uh if you like m10 let him know yeah we might return yeah might should we keep him around staple of the show, did you he pass the audition i i look i i honestly don't know why anyone wants to listen to anything i have to say uh, so you know in, in in saying that i still need to subject people to it and if you uh if you like this let us know uh, leave us a review whatever you think if it made you feel anything at all let us know you can DM us on Instagram at whyaretheymadpod you can send us an email at whyaretheymadpod at gmail.com if you message us on Instagram like you'll get a reply 
relatively instantly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, follow, so follow us on Instagram. We, uh, we've noticed a lot of our listeners, uh, you know, don't actually follow us on Instagram. And uh, I, I definitely don't. Yeah, mom doesn't even have Instagram. Um, I don't follow you on Instagram. No, you don't either, you, you prick. And every time you get tagged <laughs> in anything, it, it brings up the vaccine information thing because your username is Fluvax. Anyway, guys, thanks for checking us out. As always, we'll see you next week. Peace. Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad?